Welcome to day 206 of Shaped by the Word, Season 2, The Drama of Scripture. And a few passages are more exciting and dramatic as, uh, you know, the one that we find ourselves in, the book of Daniel. Uh, Israel has failed as a nation. They are, as promised, you know, even before they set their first foot in the Jordan River to cross over and take possession of the land, uh, that their unfaithfulness would lead to God exiling them from the land and taking them to a a foreign country and that certainly has happened it's been a long story you know if you've been with us through the most of it of god's faithfulness and his incredible patience you know with his people we're we're appalled from the very first moments when we read the book of judges much less going through uh the ups and downs of the kings uh and, and yet god has, has has been uh long suffering with his people good you know king james kind of word you know to throw in there and he's finally executed his judgment, but even in judgment, even in exile, he's revealing his heart and character and showing himself faithful uh, to that remnant who is uh, remaining faithful to him. So we continue the story of, of Daniel uh, in Babylon with his friend Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So we're in Daniel in a chapter 4. Uh, so before we read, as always, we pause, realizing this holy moment, and we offer ourselves in a moment to the Lord, for the Lord to do as He would through His Word uh, in His Spirit. So Matt, you mind lifting us up? Yeah. Word of prayer. Let's pray. Father, we do pause before You, um, asking You to do what only You can do through Your Word and Your Spirit in us. Father, we thank You that You are faithful um, to do just that. And so, Father, would you bear um, cause and bear much fruit in us as we um, as we meditate on your word, as we um, spend some time reflecting on who you are and um, at the same time enter into your presence. Father, we thank you for the invitation to draw near to you um, with the promise that you draw near to us. And so, Father, yeah. um, we ask for that. We ask you would attend to us at this time, draw near to us. Um, and, and, Father, would this moment together um, be a, a moment where you bring transformation in us. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. What a beautiful promise you know, from James that if we draw near to God, he'll draw near to us. Uh, Daniel chapter 4. Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, to the nations and peoples of every language who live in all the earth, may you prosper greatly. It was my pleasure to tell you about the miraculous signs and wonders that the Most High God has performed for me. How great are his signs, how mighty his wonders, his kingdom is an eternal kingdom, his dominion endures from generation to generation. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at home in my palace, contented and prosperous. I had a dream that made me afraid. As I was lying on my bed, the images and visions that passed through my mind terrified me. So I commanded that all the wise men of Babylon be brought before me to interpret the dream for me. When the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners came, I told them the dream, but they could not interpret it for me. Finally, Daniel came into my presence, and I told him the dream. He is called Belteshazzar, after the name of my God, and the spirit of the holy gods is in him. I said, Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you, and no mystery is too difficult for you. Here is my dream. Interpret it for me. These are the visions I saw while lying in bed. I looked, and there before me stood a tree in the middle of the land, its height was enormous. The tree grew large and strong, and its top touched the sky. It was visible to the ends of the earth. Its leaves were beautiful, its fruit abundant, and on it was food for all. Under it, the wild animals found shelter, and the birds lived in its branches. From it, every creature was fed. 
And the visions I saw while lying in my bed, I looked, and there before me was a holy one, a messenger coming down from heaven. He called with a loud voice, cut down the tree and trim off its branches, strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the animals flee from under it and the birds from its branches. But let the stump and its root bound with iron and bronze remain in the ground in the grass of the field. Let him be drenched with dew of heaven and let him live with the animals among the plants of the earth. Let his mind be changed from that of a man and let him be given the mind of an animal till seven times pass by for him. The decision is announced by messengers. The holy ones declare the verdict so that the living may know the most high God is sovereign over all the kings on the earth and he gives them to anyone he wishes and sits over them the lowliest of people. This is the dream that I, King Nebuchadnezzar, had. Now, Belteshazzar, tell me what it means, for none of the wise men in my kingdom have been interpreted for me, but you can, because the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Then Daniel, also called Belteshazzar, was greatly perplexed for a time, and his thoughts terrified him. So the king said, Belteshazzar, do not let the dream and your meanings alarm you. Belteshazzar answered, My lord, if only the dream applied to your enemies and its meaning uh, to your adversaries. The tree you saw, which grew large and strong, with its top touching the sky, visible to the whole earth, with beautiful leaves and abundant fruit, providing food for all, giving shelter to the wild animals, and having nesting places in its branches for the birds. Your majesty, you are that tree. You have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky, and your dominion extends to the distant parts of the earth. Your majesty saw a holy one, a messenger, coming down from heaven and saying, Cut down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump bound with iron and bronze in the grass of the field while its roots remain in the ground. Let him be drenched with the dew of the heaven. Let him live with the wild animals until seven times pass by for him. This is the interpretation, your majesty, and this is a decree the most high has issued against my lord the king. You'll be driven away from the people and will live with wild animals who will eat grass like an ox and be drenched with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge the most high as sovereign over the kingdoms on earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. The command to leave the stump of the tree with its roots means that your kingdom will be stored to you when you acknowledge that heaven rules. Therefore, your majesty, be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be then that your prosperity will continue. All this happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. Twelve months later, as the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, he said, Is not this great Babylon I have built as a royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty? Even as the words were on his lips, a voice came from heaven. This is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You'll be driven away from the people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like the ox. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge the Most High as sovereign over all the kings of the earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. Immediately what had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. He was driven away from the people and ate grass like an ox. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like feathers of an eagle and his nails like the claws of a bird. At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes toward heaven and my sanity was restored. And then I praised the Most High. I honored and glorified him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, What have you done? At the same time, my sanity was restored. My honor and splendor were returned to me for the glory of my kingdom. My advisors and nobles sought me out, and I was restored to my throne and became even greater than before. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, 
praise and exalt and glorify the King of Heavens because everything he does is right and all his ways are just and those who walk in pride he is able to humble. Uh, so Matt, do you remember you know, from your uh, studies in Hebrew what is unique about this particular passage in Daniel? I don't. It is uh, uh, it's, uh, one of the only sections in uh, in, in our ancient Bibles that are written in another language, okay. or written in Aramaic, uh, written in the language of the Babylons. And, and this would be the language that Israel would forever carry with it. Uh, it'd be a mixture of Hebrew and it'd be a mixture of uh, you know, the language of the Babylonians. And of course, this would be the very language that, you know, that Jesus speaks, even though they'd read their Bible in strict Hebrew. Uh, you know, they, uh, they would do that. And, and so it's kind of interesting that you have, uh, you know, uh, almost as these are coming not from the pen of the Hebrew author, but from the annals, mm-hmm. you know, of, of, of Babylonia itself. This is, you know, this is their common root language. No, well, the, well, the wild story of um, what Proverbs 16, pride comes before the fall. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, my I goodness. guess you could, I guess short you could little, simple, simplify you know, and, that. And, yeah. you know, but we do see he, he had the dream. He, he was warned of, of what would happen. And then what, a year later, it finally does. And it's just a wild story of, of a man who thinks he's done so much and realizes yeah. he's so little and, and, and underneath the sovereignty of God. And, and according to this passage, you know, who does God uh, exalt and give the kingdoms of the earth? Mm-hmm. Anyone he chooses, yep. especially yeah. the lowliest. Mm-hmm. So Nebuchadnezzar, don't think that what you have has anything to do with who you, who you are. God is sovereign in his choices and he does as he pleases. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and of course, Nebuchadnezzar is is learning, you know, now, you know, for a, for a third time, and uh, you know, and 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 he had to be thinking, you know, yeah, I had this dream, but a year's gone by, nothing's yeah. really happened. It's yeah. I'm good. And I'm, it's yeah, not fresh yeah, anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you, you have, and of course, uh, we shouldn't be too hard on Nebuchadnezzar because we have to learn these lessons over and over and over yeah. again. We find ourselves humble before the Lord and in a good place and soon uh, being confident of ourselves and looking around and, and pride of things we have accomplished. Pride is just so sneaky. Yeah, It no, just it, sneaks it on in there. It is. I, even, I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but even... We always have time for you, Katie. <laughs> yeah. Um, even our son, our six-year-old son, you know, just um, we see him comparing himself to his classmates and and... He has earned these what they call a, a bravo at school by being kind to his his classmates and by helping the teacher, and so by doing kind things, he's earned these bravos. And then now he's we start seeing moments it's where it's springing up that he's proud that he o- only he has gotten two bravos in one day. And he's proud of his kindness. Yeah. So you know, it's such a beautiful trait, you know, that can. Uh, Either bring glory to our God or or bring you know glory to ourselves, yeah. and and we have to you know we have to remember Paul you know Paul said to the Corinthians who were also suffering from this problem he said what do you have mm-hmm. uh, that you did not receive mm-hmm. and if you did receive it why do you boast and brag as though you you, you did not and, and and the same thing could be said of course to Nebuchadnezzar and of course the same thing you know could be said uh, you know to us mm-hmm. uh, but Jude is a, is a kind young man yes he, he is. is. But it's a just a picture of, of yeah. it's just a small picture of what can what happens to us all the time. That's right. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no doubt. I can't help but you just see the contrast between um, you know, 
you have this dream and you have the tree that grows up and you know it's providing shelter and food and and he says you are that tree you know your mm-hmm. kingdom is, has been great but it's going to be cut down and when we get to Jesus Jesus you know compares the kingdom of God to a tree that comes and yeah. mm-hmm. and just to see I from mean, the, from the smallest of seeds to the largest mm-hmm. of tree that provides a nest for the birds yeah, yeah. And, and there is a greater kingdom coming you know and and, a, and that that kingdom isn't bent in on itself but provides for those in it and won't be cut down. Yeah, yeah I like exactly. it. Hair like the feathers of an eagle and <laughs> fingernails like the claws of a bird. Man, that dude, yeah. Yeah. Rough. I'm, I'm kind of liking the look. <laughs> <laughs> David, why don't you close this with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. And we do thank you, Father, that there is a kingdom that will never be cut down, never will be destroyed, and provide so much more than even the kingdom of King Nebuchadnezzar. Um, we thank you for the kingdom of your son. We ask that as his people, we we live in light of that kingdom, um, not looking at our power and living for our glory, but living in light of of the power you've given us through the Holy Spirit and and living for your glory, which is what we were created for anyways. So Father, may you do that great work in us as your people to live for you, the great King, in your kingdom. We pray this all in his name. Amen. Amen.